am I stupid? Like, uh, <laughs> the last been... few days I've said stuff and I go, am, am I a stupid no, person? I'm Molly, and you're listening to Zetus Lapidus, a Mammoth Club original podcast. What's up, all you boxers and or double dutch champions? I'm Alan. I'm a Golden Glove champion. Oh, nice. And I'm Max. And this... Zetus Lapidus, welcome back. Welcome Molly back. Molly and Max, welcome back after our Zetus Lapidus hiatus. This is the podcast, if you've forgotten after the last couple of weeks, where we watch every Disney Channel original movie or DCOM in chronological order and then spend way too much time analyzing them. This Wait, week, folks. Can I can I stop you right here? Something's different in the podcast room. Max, what's that notebook? Well, you I got a new a, notebook. I just have a different notebook. Did you uh, fill your other one? Well... I just couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, well, though. Well, I just... <laughs> what is that? I just That's couldn't. KDA, right? It's, yeah, it's KDA. Uh, um, I yeah. don't know who that is, but I... It's, a, it's, it's from Korea. I got it brought to me. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I just noticed there was a new notebook amongst us. Yeah. 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 So this week, we watched Jump In. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Corbin Blue, back again. High school musicals, redheaded stepchild, <laughs> stepsister. The, the, the second sequel to Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. It's, For sure. It's like Lion King one and a half. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this story was told from... from uh, uh, what, What's his name in High School Musical? Chad. 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 From Chad's if this story was told from Chad's perspective, yep. this, is Chad, what's, Chad is. this is what's happening while you're watching Troy and Gabby. Yep, yep. That's, that's how I Chad's feel. Summer break. Yep. Uh, all right. The description of this film is a teenager is pressured by his father to become a boxer, but a local girl introduces him to the very different sport of rope jumping. Rope jumping. Yeah. I guess that's true. It's very clearly Why are they calling her a local girl? I just feel like I would have called it jumping rope. Like <laughs> rope double jumping. Dutch. I mean, maybe it's dutch. actually called rope jumping. I'm, yeah. who's, who's I'm weirded by local girl. Yeah. Also like Why love not interest. his friend? Also friend. friend. His friend, his neighbor. Yeah. A local girl. I really liked the... Uh, I know we're not in it yet, but I really liked the uh, outdoor like fire escape set. Yeah, the West yeah, Side Story that situation. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this movie was released on January 12th of 2007. We are into the year 2007, everybody, and I've got to know, did either of you watch this movie before today? No. No. Yeah, same. This was a first time viewing for me. Interesting. Well, the top song of the time was Irreplaceable by Beyonce. To the left, to the left, everything you own in the box to the left, in my closet, that's my stuff, no, you didn't buy it, please no nudge. Nice. It's like she's here. The top song, the top movie. Queen B. Queen B. The top movie of the time. <laughs> You're irreplaceable. Okay. You must not know about me. As a matter of fact, here, here, in a minute, baby. The top grossing film of the time was Stomp the Yard. Oh, oh Stomp the shit. Yard. Hey, an appropriate yeah. kind of vibe for yeah. what we're watching. I yeah. loved that. There was an era in my high school time oh, yeah. where there was a lot of like hip hop dance movies. Dance movies. Oh, yeah. Like, Step up. You got served. <laughs> Alan? So somehow just spit water everywhere, just but drinking spit, out of a straw. Quietly just spewed water all over his laptop. <laughs> How? I don't know. I'm just he your guess. It was just so in, it, it was so good. He, he was, was so, thinking so, so much about Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. stomp the yard. Hey, another Alabama gentleman. So. Honey. 
Honey. The Jessica Alba dance movie. Oh, there was just oh, like there was just that. like a lot of like hip hop yeah. dance movies. Yeah. Now on some top news of the time. One that is particularly relevant to Mammoth Club and its existence, and another one, Max, I think you'll be interested about. Okay. YouTube decides that users who upload videos to the site are entitled to ad revenue displayed on those videos. That was decided in January of 2007. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, we YouTube. YouTube. We appreciate you. Uh, and, this is the year I graduated uh, high school. Oh, I knew that a, dis- a decision that year would change my life forever. Change the faith. It wasn't graduating high school that changed my life. Yeah, that no. happened in 2007. It was this decision <laughs> from YTube. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that wasn't really a decision. It just happened. Yeah, you, that's yeah. just a natural progression. More impactful. That's where wandering through life sort of ended. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you remember yeah. when we just didn't make any decisions about our lives? Like, yeah. I'll just go to this school because this is where it's, I got dropped off. Yeah, it, it's yeah. in proximity to where I live. Although, I, you know, 2007 was a big year. It's also when I started Clemson. I met, yeah. met a lot of my you friends. Did make, you made True. a decision. I you made a, made a, a I big made financial a, decision. I, yeah. I joined, I would argue that Picking my sorority was more impactful than picking Clemson. But then you can do the whole like, well, if you didn't well, pick yeah, Clemson, yeah, yeah, Clemson yeah, yeah. Yeah. in other news of the time, celebrity big brother 2007 ah. concluded in this, uh, this January uh-huh. after there were a number of bullying allegations resulting mm. in Shilpa, Shilpa Shetty winning the show. Hmm. I, I've never watched the celebrity big brother. Huh? Some of them actually are very popular. Um, but I've never, I've never been one to partake in the celebrity big brother. You're more about the normies. I like, I like regular big brother. Um, the every person. Although the holiday, uh, version was very good. Hmm. Surprisingly. Hmm. Big brother reindeer games. I'm sorry. Reindeer That's games. What it was called out. Like nice. an Affleck movie. It was called. Yep. Yeah, and, and surprisingly had a lot. They had a lot in common. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. But you know what? I'm going to choose not to. Yeah. One of them was named Rudy. You realize partway in the movie, it's actually Rudolph. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Wowzers. Okay. Well, are we ready to dive into... I'm sorry. Are we ready to jump into... Jump in? Thank you for correcting yourself. Yeah. Listen, I, that's why they pay me the big bucks. I'm ready. All right. Let's get into it. We are introduced right off the bat... To Chad, I mean Izzy Daniels. Isidore. Isidore. What a name. Uh, very much so. Who is a box? We've sort of got a, we, we have a narrator that pops up every once in a while in this. How did you feel about the narrator? Didn't love it. Because it clearly wasn't Corbin Blue. So it's not voiceover. It's not voiceover. Well, you do find out who it is at the end. You do, but it's it, it's very obviously not Corbin Blue. Oh, yeah, for from sure. From the beginning. It is, a, it is clearly a storyteller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hate it? <clears throat> I. I was intrigued by it because it because it was established really early that this is somebody who's telling a story. Yeah. And we're just sort of watching that story play out. Right. So I didn't hate it as much as, say, like Kimberly J. Brown doing her own narration in Quince. Well, so you didn't get the freeze. Pause. Let me talk right to camera. Hey. Yeah. It's me. It felt. Marnie. (laughs) As a narrative device, it felt better for me. This one felt better. Yeah, I agree. I prefer this to... Do you normally dislike narrators? Or is no, this I, a decom I, thing? It's like a decom specific thing. Because nine times out of ten, decom voiceovers are the title or, or the main character mm-hmm. talking at you. And explain doing a lot of tell, not show. 
And they oftentimes employ devices that speak directly to camera, which are infuriating to me because I'm like, don't break the fourth wall. Let's just like tell I'm here to watch the story play out. Yeah. So that's this one was fine because it was intended to narrate the story about the characters in play. Now, what we got was a great parkour sequence. Parkour, parkour, hardcore. It was hardcore. It was great. Definitely not a stunt double. I loved this. And for the first time of many times. We see Corbin Blue doing some stuff. Yeah. And you hear... He was doing some stuff. (laughs) He was doing some stuff, right? And he has a good soundtrack behind him. Uh And I thought, is he doing his own theme song right now? No, not right now. (laughs) Later, perhaps. He will, though. Later, perhaps. Keep that in mind. But the first of maybe seven times throughout this movie, I went, is he singing now? Mm Mm-hmm. Not yet. No, no, no. no. We'll, but, but don't worry. We'll get there. So we have him. Don't push it. Yeah. We have him jumping <laughs> to the limit. We have him jumping around doing some sick flips. And he runs into our other characters who are our jump ropers. Uh, we learn that we learn two things here. One, outside of Corbin Blue, the acting in this movie is going to be shaky. And two... I think it's nice of you to say outside of Corbin Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes Corbin Blue. I think that was generous. Blue, I, think that was generous. Um, I think that's probably a testament to the writing. If I've got to be honest, I kind of want to hand that one to the, to the writing of the film because the, the, some of the lines was like, what is happening right Kiki now? I think Kiki Palmer does a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. That's Mary. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I never realized she was in a DCOM, so that was kind of... Yeah. You know, she's pretty famous. So it's like, oh, hey, girl. And uh, yeah, Kiki Palmer is Mary. And you you are told by some of the other characters who are involved that Mary and Izzy are an item, but they just want, don't want to acknowledge it. It it feels like it's one of those like, I'm not, you say, you say you like me first, then I'll say I like you. No, I don't want to tell them. They've that. got that kind of roast flirt. Yeah. Like we've, we've grown up together. Mm. Yeah. We're neighbors. We poke we, at each we other. We mess with each other. Yeah. yeah. Then we are finally introduced to the family unit for, uh, for Izzy. Single parent counter goes up. Yeah, it's just take dad. that up. Yeah. Dad. Mom passed away. Dad's running the house. He's cooking doing a pretty, chili. he's doing a pretty okay job. He's cooking. It's not best looking food. He tries to do the daughter's hair. It's not super successful but most importantly i think about dad is that he's izzy's boxing coach and he owns the gym the boxing he he was uh a somewhat accomplished local boxer and now izzy is sort of falling in his footsteps and apparently is quite accomplished himself Mm -hmm. quite skilled Uh, another fun fact about the dad in this film is it is corbin blue's actual father Oh, mm-hmm. that's Interesting. nice. So that's a that's a little fun factoid for you. I've got another one for later in the movie, but that's our first. And yeah, so dad is doing the best he can with what he's got, dealing himself with the loss of his partner. Um, but mainly his role is to be right now. His role is to be the coach. I can't. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out. And I, I this is probably a little nitpicky, but I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about mom not being in the picture mm. because to your point it feels somewhat well adjusted they're just behaving he's clearly trying to cook like he's cooking his chili it's not very good he doesn't you know he needs help from izzy like has mom been gone a long time later we're gonna get this like ever since mom's been gone there seems to be some kind of tension of how much do they want to like dial up the loss of mom um knob and like how much they want to play with that i 
I'm not totally sure how I'm supposed to feel about this relationship. I wrote down towards the end of this, um, this decom has all the decom plots. All of them. It's got every single trope and dead parent is one of the tropes. And I like they needed to pick two and run with it, but they have every trope that we talk about in yeah. this movie you know what's funny is that i i 100 agree with you and also think it could have used a cliche like and and i'll tell you, i have my uh i'll get to what i'm talking about in just a minute but like this movie could do with a little bit more following like a rocky yeah um mm. yes. structure yeah. and like following a kind of a traditional boxing movie structure and throw out a lot of the extra yeah well i mean let's just call it what it is izzy's kind of a, a michael schubert the male mary sue i just made that up on the spot izzy's mary sue like he <laughs> michael, i'm sorry <laughs> your version your male mary sue is michael, michael schubert? schubert it doesn't have to be it's just one option that has I, been I, thrown into michael the ring schubert i don't i don't like it <laughs> okay i just like that you said it so confidently as if we would know what that was it's just kind of like a michael schubert so anyway uh, and that, like, alan that's not a thing it is now <laughs> it All can right, be well, a thing. I, I guess it is now it can be now it's a fine He's a male Mary Sue. No, he's a uh, he's a Michael he's Schubert. A Michael. You could have said I, Maley Sue would have been better. Maley Sue. Yeah, I don't like, like that either. No. Just for the record. <laughs> Who do you prefer, Michael Schubert or Maley Sue? Is there not a male Mary Sue? Uh, I don't know. I, you know what? I have you a have a laptop. Hold on. In hold your, on. I'm looking. I'm looking. Is there a male male Mary, Mary Sue? Sue. Uh, let's see. I think you Gary Stew. <laughs> I love that. Mary, male Mary Sue yeah, is sometimes yeah, called Gary Marty Stu or Gary yeah, Stu. Yeah, yeah, Gary All right, Stu. Mar- <laughs> Gary Stu is is fantastic. <laughs> okay, so not Gary Michael Stu is better than Michael, Michael Schubert. Schubert. I agree. All right, so Izzy is a well, Gary Stu. Mailey Sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna mention Mailey Sue. <laughs> no, I think who? Okay, because everything. Everything goes right for Izzy always. There is never a. There's never an obstacle too big. There's never anything he's bad at. It's just he is everything's just always okay all the time for him. And I throughout this entire movie, I was like, come on, some give me some conflict. Because even the, quote, conflict we get later on with dad really isn't one. Well, okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll just go ahead and say this is where I think they could have used the cliche. So I'm going to I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. We can sure. always come back. Right. Sure. We're going to get. The conflict with the other boxer, mm-hmm. right? Rodney. We're going to get uh, the, yeah, Rodney, who is uh, a power boxer who doesn't have a lot of technique. And they are going to end up getting in the ring together. They get into the ring very early together. Mm-hmm. And Izzy needs to lose this fight. Yes, yes he, he does. does. He needs to. And I'll tell you how he needs to lose this fight, because he doesn't have good footwork. Yep. He needs to I lose thought that's what was going to happen. Because his footwork isn't very good. And then he needs to go to Double Dutch mm-hmm. and learn footwork that then mm-hmm. allows him to come back and win the fight over Rodney uh, later in the movie. And that is such an obvious boxing movie structure is that you have your hero lose the boxing fight and then he finds a new. But to Molly's point. They, they can't decide on a path. They want to make this movie about um, split interests. Mm-hmm. They want to make this movie about like sexism, dad trauma. They want to make this movie about sexism. They want it like 
it, Roman, there's a romance bit. There, it, it's, there's like, it's all over the place. And they could have that, you know, they needed to follow. If you watch Creed, he loses the fight. If you watch, you know what I mean? Like if you watch Rocky, he loses the fight. Like you need to let your hero lose the fight. And then he needs to go to double Dutch and learn through a different activity the skill that will make him a better boxer. Uh-huh. But instead, I, what we get is... He wins. He wins. I mean, he struggles. He doesn't struggle. He struggles for two seconds. And then, he, and then it says like, hey, Rodney's a shitty boxer. And he's like, it. oh, okay. You're right. <laughs> it's like fighting a boss in a video game. That's how I felt watching him. Yeah. was like, most of the time, the boss is not actually... Like, you just have to outlive them. Yeah. Like, eventually like it's like a long play game yeah. versus like you know you just kill him real quick it's like that's how it felt i felt like i was battling a troll in hogwarts legacy where it's like i just gotta dodge it enough times and totally. eventually i'll take it down totally. but mostly i gotta just not get hit yep well it, it also <clears throat> it, it works for rodney to be a power boxer because then you need good footwork to dodge his haymaker mm-hmm. you know i mean like you got hit that's your problem yeah mm-hmm. you need to learn to be faster on your feet <clears throat> here's a skill that you would never think to participate in and that's gonna uh-huh. make you better at footwork and now you're gonna be able to you know i'm like it's just so obvious the structure is so i truly right thought there. that's what was gonna happen 100 of course you did also we need to mention uh that there's a female boxer there is and because Tammy. She- because she's going to come up in... I like Tammy a lot. I like Tammy a lot, I don't too. think this plot line is necessary, I, it, but I like her. Well, it's for the sexism plot. Well, I know, yeah. yeah. There's a female boxer, um, Tammy. Izzy has two friends. One's really annoying. One's less stays annoying. stays really annoying. Um, they're the comedic relief, I guess. Yeah. Um, and one of them you know is flirting with tammy a little bit mm-hmm. but the point is chuck, maybe chuck yeah but the other one the more annoying one along with izzy and chuck but mostly the more anno- are hitting her with a lot of like i don't know they had dolls here like you know just normal misogynistic bullshit of like sexism, yeah. boxing is a boy sport why are you here mm-hmm. also we have wise older man I'd, Felix, who he, shows up to deliver three wise lines. I like him. He just comes out of the woodwork just to deliver the, like, uh, cliche mantra life advice. So, after Izzy beats Rodney in the ring, Rodney's upset by it naturally, and he's like, we're gonna... This is when the rematch plot begins. Which, again, is a revenge rematch plot that should be coming from Izzy. Neither here nor there, though. Did you guys think it was interesting that they didn't really show the boxing match? Oh, I thought it was... Like, the way it was cut was clearly not to show the violence of boxing. Yeah. Not surprising, I guess, from a DCOM. No, but it was just something I noticed. Yeah. After the boxing, that wasn't really boxing because of the camera (laughs) camera angles. Yeah, like, any of the main hits, it was like... They didn't show hits. It was like from behind someone's back or something, so you Mm -hmm. couldn't see actual, like, big hits. Mm -hmm. And if they ever did show shots, like, it was never... um, it was never going to be where you see both of the profiles of the fighters. Yeah. You would only see the back of a fighter and then the front, the face of the other. And I think that's because you can't gauge distance there. So if they're throwing a punch, you wouldn't be able to like, you can't gauge distance of if it's actually like going to strike them or anything mm-hmm. like that. It, it, was, it was kind of a forced it, perspective deal. It was like the fighting in Windy Woo. Like it's like, yeah, the Disney version of mm-hmm. that. Thing. Totally. It's interesting because if you're ever going to show violence, in sport with pads is this is the safest way to do it yeah. right like this is an athletic Controlled, this isn't like yeah. just a fight like this is a sport mm. that 
they are participating in as rules as a referee that they have gloves they have a padded helmet like this is definitely the way uh, that they could have but maybe mm-hmm. there's still restrictions of some kinds and if we think back to because now that you said that just jogged my memory we've had m- at least one decom why is the name escaping me it had um, Joe jackson had violence mucus dan newland what was that? Oh, can of um, worms. Can of worms. worms. Back in can of worms, he was playing football, and you saw him get leveled. Like yeah. you, yeah, that I, was. I, I think. I think getting tackled in football is different than getting punched I in agree. the face. I agree. But yeah, it's just interesting because as these decoms get older, and they do feel like they're aging up, right? Like I would say that um, over the years, we've seen more and more adult decoms. Um, it's interesting to see where they draw lines. And like, I would say that the violence in Windy Woo was more mm-hmm. um, open than yeah. even a boxing match. Yeah. Which I think is probably more acceptable yeah. to show. And after the the boxing match, Izzy is asked by his father to take his younger sister to see the double Dutch state qualifiers mm-hmm. where the joy jumpers are competing to try to make it to state. And that's Mary's team. <clears throat> yes. His neighbor. And they're competing against the Dutch dragons. I got to tell you, there's some sick ass burns in this, in this yeah. movie. Oh, sure. Such as, such as, Oh, we're so scared. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him <laughs> here's a question i i have about these movies but this one had a lot of trash talk uh-huh. does anyone talk like that no like in middle school and high school did anyone actually go up to the opposing team and be like your outfits are ugly and we're gonna beat you losers like yeah. did anyone- every competition i ever had we just like stayed in our lanes like you were just like, like don't the, talk I don't to the other team the other, yeah exactly but i just like i love in high school like trope it's like where you go up and you're like sup losers yeah. <laughs> like how's Ooh, it we're so to, scared not really how's it feel to be second yeah. Ooh, like no did anyone do that <laughs> <laughs> maybe i mean like the, the, in football you never talk to each other unless it was on the field and then it was only after like you delivered a good hit you'd be like stay on the ground yeah but like course, but that's yeah. in the moment like I'm thinking back to like individual competition like track and field I just chat with them like hey man how you I'm doing? just thinking about like every teen movie ever yeah, like no. the teams come the the mean team comes over and yeah, is like yeah. oh how second taste and like yeah. that doesn't happen <laughs> <laughs> this is this doesn't feel real hmm uh, so the joy jumpers barely squeak in, but we are introduced to the double Dutch style of competition it's where they have impressive. three rounds. Oh yeah. Yep. Speed round. Um, I don't, I forget what the round one is, but like they have like round one, which is just, I'm just going to call it the Dutchening. They have the Dutchening happen in the first round. The second round is the speed round and the third round is freestyle. <laughs> It's it's how fast you can move speed the one where it's like That's how fast speed. you can move yeah. your feet. How many, how many jumps in a minute? Mm-hmm. Is the first one like the technical round, maybe? Yeah, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. The first one just felt like jump and rope. Look and the that. second one's like jump rope fast. And then <laughs> and the third one's like jump rope your way. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, fancy they did some good rope. tricks. No, they're All right. very impressive. Can I say another thing that bugged the shit out of me you in this movie. You had a double... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, do you? We, we support you. I am nowhere near coordinated enough for that. You guys... Yeah, we'll do the ropes. I'll jump. The ropes are sometimes required to do high kicks. I think we can both do that. And then you I've can just do... I've done a high kick. Guys, yeah. I will fall down. But... <laughs> <laughs> no. Izzy is watching Double Dutch, right? Uh-huh. And he gets to the freestyle part. And he is, like, genuinely impressed. He's like... He's like, that's what I do on my way home from... 
school cool <laughs> says that multiple times and his sister's like what was that and he's like nothing but like he's on his feet yeah clapping yeah cheering very into the narrator even says and something in izzy changed yeah so i thought wow he now respects double dutch no for the next 45 minutes he still yeah. shits all over double dutch and makes does. and i'm like this makes no sense he shouldn't have gone to the mat like to watch them he should have dropped his sister off and then been on his phone the whole time yeah. or Certainly hanging out with friends he should not have been mesmerized the narrator should not have said that something changed within yeah. izzy when watching double dutch for them him to then make fun of the double dutchers for the next 45 minutes yeah it pissed me off yeah it's it's it made no sense they barely get in. Izzy has shown interest, but apparently he can't show interest because it's, a, as he's putting it, a girl sport. Even though there are plenty of dudes competing in Double Dutch, we see yeah, plenty we see, like, of male teams. teams. Yeah. And this is, <sighs> this is just wild. So at the end of this competition, the Joy Jumpers make it in because they get fourth place. One of the team members, Yolanda, is upset at the fourth place showing so she quits the team and goes to the first place team, the 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 Dutch Dragons. Yeah. Sweet name. It's a sweet name. Yeah, I mean, super, super. Okay, quick. Listen, if you could quick. just be on the first place team, wouldn't that be? <laughs> like, yeah. You well, could leave she drags them down. Spoiler alert. Okay, but if you were going to name your double Dutch team, uh, what would you name it? The Dutch Evans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Alan? God damn it. I don't fucking know. The the Dutchening. You did just... You really you, like that you, joke. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I couldn't do anything else. The Dutchening. Oh, the Michael Schubert's. <laughs> <laughs> the the Dutchening's featuring Michael Schubert. <laughs> you know it's better. Maley Sue? Maley Sue. <laughs> <laughs> the Bailey Sues. No, I think mine would be called like, what was theirs? The Joy Jumpers. That's the like Joy Jumpers. And then yeah, like, the Happy had... Hoppers. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, the Great Value version of the Joy the Jumpers. Wish, the Wish dot com. Yeah, that's the, the, yeah, that's the oh, Teen Joy Jumpers. Yeah, yeah. When they get so Yolanda leaves, and then we get. I really do. I'm going to say it again. Now that we're in it, I really love the like fire escape Me set. Too. I think it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, Mary. What's, is one floor and around the corner in the same building question mark of Izzy. And so their windows are like very close to each other. They can talk and they get these fun, like they can go up the ladder and talk, but she's out on her fire escape mm, and he mm, looks out and he goes, don't jump. It can't be that bad. I was like, that is a dark joke for a decon. It it came out of the blue. That is dark. Like, we can't show somebody box, but we can make a suicide joke. I mean, it's bringing like, me back to under wraps. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, uh, yeah, I also took note of that joke and was like, that's not a yeah, good joke. Wasn't that great. Dark. Um, the, the relation, I'll just say this the relationship between Izzy and Mary is oftentimes infuriating to me because they take turns each being like. Each being stubborn to the point of nearly jeopardizing that relationship. And it's, it is infuriating to watch because at any given time, you could, (laughs) you could just choose to not be an ass and everything would be okay. Like, I I just, I am having trouble articulating it because it's just so, 
it just felt so out of character mm. because you have Izzy and Mary in their own sort of individual social units yeah. behaving in a way that is incongruent when they are together. I think the problem is that the, that, that the movie needs them to have conflict, but that the stakes of the movie, because of, because of what the structure has already done, don't set up their conflict. Like the the stakes and how this movie is going to continue to progress don't make any sense because we've already won the fight. Mm -hmm. Like the it, it just the structure fails. I think the relationship where what would naturally be a progression of he joins the squad, mm -hmm. they you know, and then where you expect these different conflicts to come and tension to rise and climax it just doesn't happen, and so where you expect the relationship to build and then strain doesn't happen either. You know what would be a fun twist on the trope hmm. and would also help our problem of this movie as too many hmm. tropes is if instead of dad being mad that you have another interest mm. like in high school musical or Eddie's million dollar mm. cook-off. What if dad is the driving force behind uh, Izzy having another interest? Like dad's like your footwork sucks. Go learn double. You're going to be on the double Dutch team. Yeah. And, and now he, the conflict with dad is I'm mad at you for making me join the double Dutch yeah. team and not the whole, like I'm giving up on, you're giving up on your dream. No dad, I'm giving up on yours. But like yeah, that's it, true. It, You don't even get that. Like, yeah. like, yeah, dad's excited about you boxing because yeah. you're a great boxer. Yeah. But we never have dad being like, you're meant to be, a, he's just being supportive. Right. Like, and you've never, and, a coach. You, and you've shown interest the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like he's, it doesn't feel right. like he is overbearing. Yeah. He's just like, he's hey, not, didn't see you at the gym today. That's a reasonable thing for him to say. He's not the douchey dad in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. He's not even Coach Bolton. But like, that would be a twist on that, which is the, the trope is I always agree. dad can't find out about the other thing because dad will be mad. What if dad makes you do the other thing yeah. for once? Yeah. And he oh, says, yeah. I overheard Mary because they're all neighbors. Uh, I overheard that they need a fourth for Double Dutch. Guess what? Your that's, footwork sucks. That's Go do you jumper. now. Yeah. It's going to help you make a, be a better boxer. Yeah, I love it. I, 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 fantastic. And fantastic. then the tension between Mary and Izzy is, I'm forced to be here. I don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. This is stupid. And her being like, this is important to me. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. I mean, whereas what we have happen is Mary and the team ultimately, and the team has to convince Mary to invite Izzy to join because they need a fourth. And Izzy's just, again a Gary stew and good at everything. So he pops in and after approximately 30 seconds of staring at the ropes moving in front of him is able to jump in and, and perform the tricks just fine. Yeah. He's like better than any of them immediately. Yeah. Suddenly the best it's, I, I this I actually made this and I was like, of course he's good at it. Like this is when I, this is when I was like, this is the, we're just going to have the main character be good at all the things. Well, I guess that's the hardcore parkour scene at the beginning is to establish like why he would be good at this. I don't know. So they have, oh, by the way, talk about insults. We had some great insults exchanged here between Mary and Izzy. Uh, Mary calling Izzy boxer boy. Nice. Mm. And Got Izzy him. calling Mary jump girl. Wow. Got him. Sick. Whoa. 
I mean, the, 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 heat, <laughs> the yeah. heat coming off of those burns, man. Yeah. Also, he's so they invite him to join the team and he's like, no, y'all fucking suck. I've <laughs> like double dutch is lame. He's you like, guys I heard you got fourth place. Like you guys are terrible. <laughs> how, embar- how embarrassing for you. He didn't even podium. He like drags them. Yeah. And then Mary says something. She's like, whatever i something and he's like oh you can't stop thinking about me huh and i'm like the balls yeah. to drag them and then still hit on her is unbelievable it's they like so obviously the, the playground they so obviously trick him to like because he's like they're like we need a fourth and he's like i won't join this squad and they're like we just need somebody to practice with us until we find someone and he's like oh yeah i can do that like you dumb idiot like <laughs> you not see like this is so obviously a setup and they're like mary really wants you to join and he's like she does yeah. and he and they're like yup definitely and like, the dialogue and the acting is so painful and it's like oh it's just it's wild but this is where we get one of many training montages the double dutch training montage because now izzy's schedule is such where he has to get up early to train for double dutch at the same gym that he is going to train at for boxing while also having to juggle schoolwork and life why I does love- he have to get up early though because he refuses to double dutch in public because nobody can know he's double dutching it's an important correct right like that's an important oh, piece it also is fucking undermined immediately because there are so many shots of him double dutching in public in the street in the yeah. street it's true and uh, i was like hold on if your issue is you don't want people to see you the gym i understand stay in the gym but you are out in public, full tin toes on the ground. Sometimes you're jumping, and like, what no, are you? What are you doing? Fingers on the ground. <laughs> I just. This was another time where I said, "Is Corbin Blue singing that theme song?" <laughs> He's not. Not yet. Uh, but it's it's a classic overworked montage, and I do love a classic yeah. overworked oh, yeah. montage. Of course, I love I love the clip where you're inevitably falling asleep in class, yeah. or inev- like there's always one of the there's the clip of him like barely hitting the little boxing training things, and his dad being like, "Go faster! What's wrong with you?" Yeah. And like it's mm-hmm. so great. But like this is an, uh, and after this, I'm gonna stop talking about this because uh, you know no need to to be a dead horse, but. This is where tension rises between dad because he's like, hey, you you missed practice today. Well, I already won the fight. Like, who cares that I'm missing practice? There's no stakes. The the fight is already done and I already beat the guy. No, he has to it's, go go to the golden glove. We don't ever go to the golden glove. But like, that's I it's it, just like if it was you lost and now you have to prepare for your rematch or you you know like there's just no stakes or give us a happening. date for the golden gloves at the very least like be like it's two weeks away you need to be training but they because i agree i agree with you molly like he does have to train for the golden gloves but i also agree that like when yeah. when is it happening it's not i'm making a choice now it's like yeah i'm a great boxer I also do a double dutch this is in two weeks i'm yeah. doing this for a while like there's that they don't Give me any reason to feel tension. Yeah. What we do get to feel, though, is just how naturally good Izzy is at Double Dutch because he goes and he sees 
people double dutching because children. it's a very popular he's, children, he's, he's children, 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 children <laughs> double dutching in the, street. In yeah. the park and he's like you know what we have to change up our entire freestyle routine he's gonna fix double dutch for the that's girls right. that's, that's right. we gotta cut we ha- he has to be the reason that they get better that's and right. it drew me up a wall you know you know who's better than you fourth place at double dutching those kids literal children these seven-year-olds <laughs> are better than you and at he's like dutch. look at how much fun they're have and he he's gonna be the reason the, the heart and soul behind the double dutch team mm-hmm. and i'm like mm-hmm. well it is during this time when he is truly showing the double dutch squad mm-hmm. who's been working their entire lives on double dutch when he's been showing them what's what when tammy sees him and during a sparring match tammy is like hey the she references that she has seen him double dutching and then Izzy comes up afterwards and Izzy is like, Hey, I'd really like you to keep that on the DL. Uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want anybody to know what's happening. And she's like, cool. I'll, I'll keep it on the DL. Can you like, just treat me like an equal? <laughs> Can you not make fun of me? Crazy. <laughs> she's like, like they're I will- really trying to make him unlikable. Yeah. They're like, and he's never made fun of her once. <laughs> Literally everybody else made fun of Tammy except for Izzy, nah, he, he, uh, uh, I think he might have been involved. Did, well, I, I genuinely have no. He at least laughed when his dumb friend is like, "Oh, girl." Okay, well, yeah, that's bad. bad for that. Yeah, he, he did not true. stand up. I just mean like they're really going out of their way to make their hero character shitty. Yeah, like he's just toward the middle of this movie. They're like, "You're just going to make a bunch of choices that I know you would think we would want you to like the main character. We're going to not have you like the main character." But he, yeah, he's like. Okay, I won't make fun of you anymore. And she's like, "Yeah, uh, especially not in front of Chuck, because <laughs> I like Chuck. Because I like Chuck." And then we have a conflict with Dad over the uh, prearranged dinner time, seven p.m. Yeah, in case you're wondering, it's always been seven p.m. It'll always be seven p.m. And he and well, that's what time like, Mom ate dinner because we're gonna bring the mom. Bring like mom it's back. like just throw a mom line in. Well, gives it unnecessary weight that hasn't been earned at all, and. God. Now it's also when we have Rodney come back into play because Rodney wants a rematch and the girls go to Izzy's defense by pouring water on Rodney. Got him. We've left out the part where we find out Rodney. Oh, yeah. Rodney's family doesn't have any money and oh Rodney's having problems at right. And Izzy left a bag of clothes. Because he's a Mary Sue. Izzy. A Michael Schubert. Why, <laughs> because he's a Michael Schubert. Why he's they, a Gary Stew, everybody. Why did they put that scene in? They they Dude. put the scene in, and then I think one of the teachers was giving Rodney the clothes, and then Rodney like throws Threw the clothes out because yeah, he doesn't because, want charity. And so then Izzy gives him the clothes. <laughs> well, I think that my perception of those two scenes is Rodney gets the clothes from the teacher. He sees that Izzy is there, and so he's too proud, mm. so he throws the clothes away. And then Izzy gets the clothes and drops them, and then Rodney takes them because nobody's around. But like, but the narration is like, Rodney would have no idea it was Izzy after Izzy beat him in the fight. But Izzy's the one that saw you with the clothes. Why wouldn't you know that it was Izzy, you dipshit? Yeah, I. It's very like, it's unnecessary, is what it is. Rodney's character. I mean, I when we first started getting, I was like, oh, this is interesting. We're sort of building Rodney. Rodney's backstory a little bit more and building empathy for Rodney, I think. And I think that's only for where this story 
ends up going. Yeah. I think it's probably they don't do enough here to make it worth it. I, I, I liked it in the very beginning of like, oh, we're getting more and we're going to get like why Rodney is, acts this way and why he acts. But then they didn't really do enough to make it worth it. I don't know. It's because they have seven plots. It's, they have too many plots. Yeah, there's just it, it feels like they just keep pulling like pulling the sticky note off the board of things that they have to hit because they have all the yeah. plots. And like, let's not go deep. Let's just say these things. The next thing where that occurs is we have Izzy officially sort of joining the team for real. And in that time, Rodney happens to see Izzy do the training. And Rodney has a full on conversation with himself when he discovers <laughs> that Izzy is. <laughs> is he's, he's like, you the, slide dog, Rodney. <laughs> Rodney, you found what daddy's boys do. And I was like, what? And he the goes, fuck? he gets a film camera. <laughs> <laughs> and, Polaroid. And, his, and his friend brings him back at six in the morning and oh, starts God. taking his photos to go get them developed and copied onto pink paper. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Dude, it's wild. Yeah, but because that we get a classic point and laugh and you know I love a classic oh, yeah, point yeah. and laugh. Yeah. Well, this is also a time where... Um, Izzy changes the name of the team. <laughs> the hot chili. To the hot chili steppers. Nice. Clever. Nice. Well done. Uh, he, after all of this investment and build up, he immediately skips, he being Izzy, immediately skips the exhibition for Double Dutch. So the team has agreed upon to go to a boxing tournament that his dad has so bought stupid. tickets for. This is so stupid. Why couldn't he just say, hey, dad, I'm going with my yeah, friend Mary I have to plans. this thing. I can't go, dad. I just, I just, it's so stupid, especially because I, it, I just, <laughs> <laughs> you okay? You got a short circuiting over there. It's so stupid. Like in what world does this character make this decision? <laughs> He's made every good decision save like it's a couple. It's just so stupid. Why isn't the next thing that happens? The flyers go up at the school Yes. And Izzy doesn't go because he's feeling embarrassed and insecure. Right. And he has to not be on the team. Right. Why does he just skip? Because dad invited him to go somewhere. It's, uh, dude, I had the same thought. I was like, why is this out of order? It doesn't make any sense. The, it feels like they just shoehorned this in. Like they had a perfectly good reason for him to. Uh, anyway, Izzy goes with dad yeah. to the boxing match. The girls have to perform. The Red Hot Chili Steppers, Sans Izzy, have to perform at this exhibition, and they don't do very well. Yeah, because there are supposed to be four of them, <laughs> and there's only three. Uh-huh. Immediate points again. <laughs> can't, can't imagine why they wouldn't do so. Yeah, that's, that's, mm. And Mary is so angry that in their next sort of fire escape scene, she kicks him off the team. And yeah, Izzy... Good. Good fair. for Mary. Yeah, fair. Uh, stand up, Mary. Stand up. Izzy becomes angsty Izzy mm -hmm. and he begins to go through the angst montage one of a portion of which is at the gym where we're, we're meant to believe that he is taking out his anger on his training although really it just feels like somebody who's sad yeah he's not actually mad he's just like Mur. and this is when some of the guys make fun of Tammy during one of her sparring mm -hmm. matches while she's sparring with Felix the wise character and Izzy is like, hey, man, don't make fun of her. She's a good boxer. And they're like, for a girl. And, like, no. and Izzy's like, hold on. I'm going to fix sexism real quick. That's She's right. a good boxer, period. Yeah. And it's like, wow, 
thank God Izzy's here yeah. because we are solving all the problems right now. Not definitely not because Tammy told him to do that. Yeah. Definitely on his own accord is he yeah. ready to stand up well, for I Tammy. Mean, yeah. But again, it goes to the Gary Stu thing of like, no, he's going to be the one to stand up for. Throughout all this time, Mary continues to not accept Izzy's apology. And this is made worse by the fact that the next day when Izzy goes to school, there are tons of pink posters all around the school. I mean, just bukus of them, really, of Izzy double dutching with things like jump princess on them. Loser. God. Loser. Yeah. yeah. Big, there's, big old L. There's one that's a rhyme, but I can't remember <laughs> it. It's like Izzy... I don't remember, but it's got his name in it. We got a great... We got a great bit of writing now here. Because mm -hmm. Izzy's own friends, when he comes in, are like, you look so pretty. You're so pretty. And Izzy snaps like, your mama's pretty. <laughs> and you're like... Thank and one you. of them goes like, whoa, whoa now. I was, I was like, like, did we just get a your mama? He should have said, like, that's what your mom said last night. That's a good your mom, your mama joke. He said, your mama looks real pretty. That's yeah, that's not said. insulting that's, at all. That's just a compliment. I thought the I point thought of your mama was that, to be like, I banged your mom. Like, I just that was, thought it was funny that there was a your mama in Disney. Like, but terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's incredibly should, poorly executed and watered down. They should take a note from Remember the Titans, because they do some good your mama jokes in that movie. They do. The, that locker room is great. Okay, Izzy gets the point and laugh scene. He is pointed at, he is laughed at, and he must run through the school to hide his shame of being a jump roper. Did anyone in your school ever take flyers and put them all over the school? Because that's another teen movie trope that it happens in Mean Girls, it yeah. happens in 10, 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, I don't think it happens. It, it, no, no, there's a party, has, like yeah, a party, and party, they throw yeah, it and but, you get the rain down. Yeah, scene. but like, yeah, did anyone ever pass out a lot of flyers at your school? I don't remember whether to a lot insult of anyone or to party invite. Say that yeah. I did. No, we're really environmentally minded. Sure, for sure. Didn't we don't want to waste sure. paper. Yeah. And yeah. you know that pink paper costs extra. That's oh, right. for sure. If Rodney's having trouble with money, how did he do that? Well, no, he. He could only get the pink paper because pink paper's for girls. And so nobody wanted the pink paper. I don't know if you've sale. heard of a little thing called the pink tax, Max, but typically products are marketed to women are more expensive. Oh, well, I guess Rodney's it's, got something. It's called the pink tax. No, I actually was like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, this must have happened in the, in my mind, in my head canon. Rodney had to use the school photocopier because mm. he can't. And only pink was left. And only pink was left. Yeah. Pink's a girl color. Mm, right. Interesting. That. Well, regardless, Izzy is ashamed or, and embarrassed. Or is he making the joke further? Yeah. I I think it's because he's a jump princess. It's a girl thing. Yeah. So it's pink. Gotta make it pink. Because blue, right. the joke's not funny on blue. Well, no, if it was blue, you would think it was cool. You know, actually, here's, here's the actual. <laughs> oh my God. Here's my real problem with this is that this reminded me of John Tucker Must Die. You know oh, that movie? Sure. Yeah. And they, they're like, oh, they make him wear the thong. Yeah. And then, then he, he gets, gets the whole wear team thong. wearing the thong. Yeah. I'm like, this is the champion boxer in the town. And right. you're going to tell me we're going to call him like... Jump princess? Jump princess? Like, he... He canonically can beat your ass. Like, that's, uh, like we, we've already watched it happen. Like, it just like this is the scene in John Tucker Must Die where he's like, "Yeah, I like Double Dutch," and like now Double Dutch is cool. It's, the, it's Mean Girls when he's the fucking star athlete. It's like, Mean Girls when they cut her 
her tank top and, and then every girl cuts, cuts their nipples yeah. out of their tank top like it, they're the coolest kid in school he, how he, can they do any wrong he's it, like if you're the star boxer who's gonna fuck with you like honestly he should honestly walk up punch rodney in the face and yeah. then everyone would be like oh you're right like yeah. uh, double nudge is cool it, it just doesn't make this is another problem i have with this scene is like tar, you can't target the guy that canonically could beat everyone's ass like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> what you're weak i i don't know what you're implying here Izzy leaves, he's embarrassed and ashamed, and to make matters worse, dad finds the photo. Why does Izzy have some of the flyers at his house? Dude, he ripped ripped him down. Bring him home. Why would you bring him home? I don't know. He is, uh, much like like we experienced in Japan, he did not see the (laughs) proper... He is environmentally conscious. He did not see the proper receptacle. So he took it home and dad finds his photos after he's kind of going through his room. And because we can't have two men in a decom express their emotions oh, in a healthy way. Hold on. First, we, we need we need sisters. Sisters like he's mad because they put up flyers of him. And he goes, shut up. She goes, shut doesn't go up. Prices do. And I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't like it. You're writing on this movie. Is. When you were doing that, <laughs> I, refreshing I, drinks. Shut, don't go up. Prices, prices do. do. That is. What does that mean? <laughs> Isn't it a commentary on inflation, Max? Yeah. <laughs> She's very economically focused. Uh, so the little sister has to do the talking for the two men in the movie. And then out of nowhere, Izzy says to dad, no, I'm living your dream, Dad. And you've been this yeah, way ever since Mom died. And you're like, finally Whoa. Get, We finally get, okay. I'm not giving up my dream. I'm giving up yours. yours. Can I? Okay. But Alan, can you, can you deliver that line uh, again, just like you did? And I'll be Dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ready? <laughs> oh, and sorry, I, just one thing. Can you add a pause and then a, I'm sorry, Dad, at the end? Oh, yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hold on. <coughs> I got it. Oh my gosh, I'm so dramatic, nervous. I dramatic get, uh, recreation. I have, to, I have to get into character. Hold on. <coughs> I'm not living my dream, Dad. I'm living yours. It's been this way ever since Mom died. I'm sorry, Dad. It's okay. Um, looks like we're out of milk, so <laughs> I'll be right back. And that scene, that that is what happened. Dad, Dad dramatically looks off camera. It's like we're out of milk. <laughs> That's so funny. I I mean, I literally made a note and was like, okay, we're going to get resolution. But imagine we didn't. Like, imagine 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 he just never talks about it again. And he just goes, we're out of milk again. And just like, every time he never acknowledges. He just goes to the store. Oh, God. I think what's interesting about this part is I think they should have high school musicaled it where he likes both things yeah why all of a sudden does he hate boxing like i know i agree it it doesn't it's not he's he's actively enjoyed it all the scenes we've seen him he seems like he likes it he's good at it he's practicing he's running down the street parkour parkouring and and punching his little fists in there Mm -hmm. and like it never seems like dad's dragging him or he doesn't want to go so why right now does he hate boxing and loves Double Dutch? Why can it not be High School Musical where he still loves boxing, but hey, maybe he wants to explore something else too? 
I don't I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. We haven't I this like I don't like boxing thing is out of nowhere seemingly to your point. There's a moment earlier where Mary says like, "Oh, you you like double dutch." And then she goes, "Do you like it better than boxing?" I in my head I was like, "Why does it have to be better? Why can't he just like two things?" Two things. Yeah. It doesn't and, doesn't make any sense. And then dad's obviously confused when he's like, "I hate boxing. I don't even like it anymore." Dad's like, uh, news to me. Yeah. Like it, you've seemed to be enjoying it for all of the enjoying times. Enjoying it, like it's, oopsies. It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Again, we have instead of turning to Double Dutch because he's been kicked off the team, if you'll recall, mm-hmm. he goes to let out his anger again through boxing. The thing he doesn't. Like. The thing he doesn't. Right. The thing he doesn't like. Um, and Tammy has to come in and do the emotional heavy lifting again. Yep. She's a woman. It's her job. And in DCOMs, that's absolutely true, apparently. And she has to be like, listen, I'm I'm the best boxer in the state. I'm a girl. I get made fun of for it. But that uh, that didn't make me stop. That made me be the best female boxer in the state. Mm-hmm. And that is enough of a pep talk for him to be like, I can double dutch with the best of them. Yeah. And then I think Felix comes and gives him a line too. Somewhere around here, Felix well, comes in with Felix a comes line. in and goes, you should listen to her. Wise. Just well, because a man. He wasn't going to listen, yeah. but now because he is. a man told him to listen to the woman. Now he will. Yes. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to before. Oh, yeah, he wasn't no, gonna. no, no. Well, I mean. And before Izzy can leave the gym. He gets met by the entire school. Yeah. Rodney like, walks to school. <laughs> There's so many fucking people walking in this door. It's like Rodney walks in and 800 people behind him. And now, I'm so perplexed. the <laughs> same way that Izzy fixed sexism, he's going to fix anger. That's right. He's going he's gonna to take away the trauma of Rodney's life and fix his anger in front of the whole school. By not fighting him. By doing very illegal flips. (laughs) (laughs) I did like that. I did like that he was doing little tricks. He's like, like, I'm gonna not hit you and then do a tumbling pass. And then I'm gonna not hit you and do a tumbling pass. Look at this back tuck. (laughs) Uh, It's just so wild. And (laughs) he does the Gary Stu thing where he's like, I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not gonna fight you, man. Aren't you sick of being angry? angry i'm sick of being angry what are you angry about izzy like your life is great like what are you angry His about mom died that's that's what he's got but like, i guess but that's only but we haven't only established that yeah. is that a plot no, I point agree. it's like it, you've got the like mom died trauma but we only go there in certain moments it doesn't feel earned like it uh, mom didn't need to do. be dead mom didn't need correct to be dead. correct that's true izzy leaves the boxing ring and Rodney tries to follow him out and falls. <laughs> Absolutely eats pavement. And everybody crowds around Rodney like, finish him off, man. <laughs> yeah, he wants to just punch him while he's down. They're, they're literally, Rodney's like, do it, dude. They're like, like, curb stomp him. Yeah, like, what what like, will we do that? They're like, kill <laughs> him. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> finish him. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the end of a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the head while you're on the ground. Like, Kick him in the ball. That's not even how boxing works. No, like, were, were you all surprised that he didn't help him up? 
Of course. A little bit, yeah. He should have helped him up. Why did he not extend the hand? Like, and Rodney could have slapped it away I'm out sure, of pride, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm shocked that Izzy did not reach the hand out. <sighs> yeah, he, he was just like, you don't need to be angry. And then just like walks away. Like, I'm angry I'm on the ground right yeah. now. I fell and everybody laughed at me. I'm pretty upset. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm kind of, my face is flushed. So... This is what also God, This is just so wild So Izzy just fucks off It just leaves and I also just love the move Can we talk about I love the move of Rodney covers the whole school In flyers Calling this guy Jump princess And then brings the school With him to the gym Is like Now fight me like, And then In like, a true jump princess fashion He just <laughs> a bunch of flips <laughs> like, it, it would make so much more sense If Izzy went to Rodney and was like, you put up the flyers. We need to fight. Rodney's like, I'm going to make fun of you and then come fight you. Yeah, like, he's very serious about rematch. Yeah, definitely. Huh. So Izzy leaves. And this is when we get the cutaway to the state championship for the double Dutch. Now, this, I also took this down. The winner of this double Dutch championship goes on to the world championship. No, no, no. This goes to state. So this goes state. This but, is regional. But there is a still so it goes state, regional, state, world is what it says <laughs> is a, a line that a, is delivered. Did we miss an, a fire escape part where they kiss? That happened earlier. That was an oh, earlier kissing there was moment. A, but again. I think that's when she's like, do you like it better than oh, boxing? Yeah. There's mm. a there's the I I'd like the fire escape thing. Yeah, it there. was very like, like fire escape. Yeah. rent <laughs> in the heights. Which Corbin Blue was in, by the way. He was in In the Heights? He was in In the Heights. Oh, cool. Yeah. he He's in this movie, too. He, that's not the only Broadway show he's been in. He's actually currently starring off-Broadway as Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alongside Constance, Constance oh, we're Wu doing this as guy. Audrey. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, okay. yeah. here we are. Uh, you might know Constance Wu was Rachel in Crazy Rich Asians. I did know that. Uh, where, I'm sorry for my pronunciation, Ken Jeong okay. plays Y Moon Go. Uh, Ken Jeong, I'm sure you know who he is. He is uh, one of my favorite roles of his is Mr. Chow in The Hangover, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which is sparred one of my favorite lines that I say. But did you but die? But did you die? Um, obviously, in The Hangover, you have Stu, played by Ed Helms, yeah. who's most famous probably for being Andy Bernard on The Office, where you have uh, Steve Carell as Michael Scott. But I, of course, love Steve Carell when he's going to steal the moon yeah. <laughs> as Gru in Despicable Me. And in the first Despicable Me, his uh, despicable arch nemesis is Vector, voiced by Jason Segal who we all know and love as Marshall Erickson on yep. How I Met Your Mother. And there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where George Washington shows up in like a little kind of one of their fantastical scenes. Yeah. He was played by Jeff Austin, who in 1998's hit cinematic masterpiece plays NASA Tech number, what are we at now? Like 12? 12. Yeah. Probably. So many. Uh, you know, you can't have Armageddon without some conflict from the government and in, in Armageddon's case it's General Kimsey mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. by Keith David mm-hmm. yeah um, who also played Otis Haywood Sr. in one of Jordan Pil- Jordan Peele's hit films Nope No. Mm-hmm. and you know who else is in Nope who Kiki Palmer oh, oh nice yeah. yeah she plays Emerald Haywood Otis's daughter and obviously in this movie, she's married. You've been armageddon the part of the show where Molly, by no one's urging, has found yet another way this decom can be tied to the smash hit Armageddon. Don't tell her to stop because she won't. 
We are now with Kiki Palmer back here about to go into the regional championship. Mm-hmm. So the, that the hot, uh, the red hot chili steppers might m- move forward. Yeah. They have found a, a replacement for Izzy. She is not good. Very, very clumsy, which feels to be the opposite of what you want in a double dutch situation. Izzy shows up, though, because he has to. He's a Gary Stu. Shows up. Michael Schubert. Michael Schubert. Mary accepts Izzy's apology. They have a, a bit of smack talk exchange with the the Dutch dragons or dragon Dutch. <laughs> Did you guys know what I wrote down? Tell me. <laughs> I wrote Dutch dragons. More like Dutch were going to drag on you. <laughs> That was my insult for the Dutch dragons. Hey, Molly, what's her name? The Dutch dragons. <laughs> Dutch dragon these nuts across your face. <laughs> oh my God. More like we're going to Dutch drag these nuts across your face. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. So the competition begins and it's a montage. And... The host, the MC of this competition, is wearing the flyest oh, orange yeah, suit. Looks great. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is and also he. It's the Super Bowl. There's so many people watching the double the regional Dutch. Dutch they've double got Dutch. they've got lights. They've got a massive screen. They've got two thousand people in this arena oh, so on many. their feet cheering for people love double Dutch. Dutch. People love it. Yeah. It's that listen, it is the most popular sport in this in this region. Yeah. Um now boxing no wonder he wants to swap from boxing. Who's watching that match? Yeah, he there were like seven people at the boxing yeah. match. There's way more it, at the it, double dutch. Way more With a lot more notoriety, yeah. Yeah. So the hot chili steppers win the first event. The technical event. The jump roping part. The, yeah, just the, <laughs> <laughs> the part where they jump the rope. Yeah. Then in the second event, the speed part, the fast jump rope, the fast jump rope, the faster jump rope is they take second. So now it's obviously guys, it has to be all tied up. There's no way it's going to come to the freestyle. The part they struggled with until Izzy came. I like like that. They take time to show us like the jump jivers and the kung fu warriors and the like as if they're in any competition like, <laughs> no, i i enjoy that yeah, they're actually imagine though. one of those teams just won i like, actually <laughs> like that because it's like watching bring it on or um pitch perfect where you do get to watch the i like the competition yeah montage. they're also some of them are very good Guys, some i have a question about double dutch though as we get into the freestyle mm-hmm. did you think that that you needed to use the ropes. Yes. <laughs> the entire time I thought the ropes were supposed to be used. Yes. Did you think that Devil Dutch I didn't think that was a sort key of implied component. that yes. ropes should be used? Because there are multiple times where they just put the ropes down and dance. Now I'm here to yeah. tell you that in the AAU jump rope book of rules and regulations uh-huh. that they that the individual rope pairs freestyle is a creative form of jump rope that is performed by two athletes. The athletes must assemble a combination of finesse, power, strength, dance, and intricate arm rope skills, both forwards and backwards, into a routine, which is then choreographed to music. So maybe they don't need to use the ropes. Now, 
Here's the kicker. The routine must be between 60 and 75 seconds in length. There's is six minutes. There's, yeah, yeah there's, they, and everyone else is in 60 seconds. No, no. wonder they won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they so violate that does it, rule. It, did, can you put the ropes down? Um, well, this is individual jump roping. It's not double dutching. Yeah, so I'm going to go, well, into, or pairs, right? So let's see if we have a pentathlon event double dutch. Double dutch single speed, double dutch single freestyle, double dutch speed relay, pairs freestyle. It's created a form of double dutch, which is performed by four athletes, two turners, and two jumpers. Oh, my God. They have different names. Two turners. Da- yeah, two turners. The athletes must assemble a combination of turner exchanges, uh-huh. finesse, power, speed, we strength, saw dance, and intricate arm rope skills into a routine that is choreographed to music. Precision and synchron- synchrony between all four jumpers are judged in this routine. The routine must be between 60 and 75 seconds in length. Each double Dutch team member must turn and jump during the routine. Not doing so will be grounds for a zero score in that component of the event. That, I don't think that includes putting the rope down. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Rope I agree. Down. They I don't think multiple the times down. put the rope down to do some choreography to, I'm sure, Molly's new favorite song. Mm-hmm. Well, it push is it. Push it. Finally. Finally. After many, many times. Yeah. I looked up the song and I thought... Is this it Corbin is. Bluth singing his own theme song? Now is the time. And it finally was. Because we're in it to win it, in it to win it. I, oh, yeah. I got to say, this soundtrack is good. This soundtrack I slaps. Oh, yeah. I agree. They also incorporate, if, 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 you know, we've just heard from Izzy that he doesn't like boxing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's not a fan. He doesn't want to be a part of it. Now, thankfully, dad shows up to support all of... All, I mean, shit, Rodney shows up to support all of his Why friendship. Why the fuck is support. Rodney there? Because. Why dude, is Rodney there? Dude, I wish I could tell you. Rodney has to be there so he can tell the story. 100%. Yep. That's why. Everybody's showing up to support. And Izzy, who has canonically said he does not like boxing, has asked to incorporate boxing into the dance routine. They do some shadow boxing as part of their sick routine. Yeah. Now, we have a touching moment. Where dad and Izzy reconcile, even though there wasn't really a fight. Dad just went to go get some milk. Dad went to therapy. That was code for I'm going to therapy. Yeah. He reconciles with his friends and with Rodney. And during the announcement of the winners of this event, we find out that the Dutch dragons come in second. And there's a freeze frame and a cutaway. Yeah. Where we find out. That Rodney has been the narrator this whole time, and he loves to tell this story. Yeah. To little children. To Mm. children. At the boxing gym. Yes. Where he presumably trains now. Yeah. And has an age today, but he coaches. And he says they didn't win state this year, but they did win it next year. Spoiler alert, by the way. Damn, Rodney. Really ruined jump in two. Correct. I mean, now we know they're going to win. And we cut back to the competition where they take first. And there's this great moment. By the way, we missed a part where he's like, I've never been part of a team before because we have to shoehorn that in yeah. in the last second. Well, obviously. And the team comes together. They lift the trophy high. And the movie ends with dad being taught how to double dutch and them finally using the title of the movie by telling dad, hey, just jump in. I actually really like dad having to learn double dutch. I, I and also, I thought that I was cute. That was good. That was good. Yeah. That was good. We also get Rodney say that Izzy and Mary are still together. Correct. So I've got to know, it's been a minute since we've we've chatted about these decoms. What are your ratings, Molly? 6.5. 6.5, okay. I liked it uh, more than a lot of other decoms. The soundtrack was really good. I do love a sports movie. Even I, I love that Disney loves an obscure sports movie, but generally speaking, I'm into a sports film. Um, I like Corbin Blue. I like Kiki Palmer. 
yes, they tried to shoehorn in way too many plots. I I wish it was just uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off Part 3, and we didn't need... I feel like we didn't need the, like, mom dead and the Rodney thing. Like, there was, like, a lot I would take out, but overall, I thought it was a better-than-average decom. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty aligned. I know I was really critical of this movie throughout. I think that's because there's a lot of good to this movie. Mm-hmm. I found it to be enjoyable to watch. I also love a sports movie, especially one that is not... Uh, maybe not like the big sports, not yeah. basketball, football. Like I like a boxing center movie. I thought a lot of the Double Dutch was really fun to watch. It was it was an interesting movie visually in terms of the tricks and the things that they were doing. Um, and I enjoyed the characters' relationships. I just thought it suffered from what a lot of decoms suffer from: overcomplication, too many plots, mm-hmm. um, and it could use a little bit more cliche in its structure. It would have helped it out a lot. I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm, I'm right in line with Molly, but I'm not quite as high six. Oh, that's my rating as well. I uh, it's a six echoing all of your sentiment. I also it's always frustrating when you have an MC that is a Mary Sue or Gary Stu. I think like that is Michael just Schubert. Michael Schubert. Yeah. We love a Michael it, Schubert. When you've got a Michael Schubert, it's really painful. And it's it's just I like watching flawed characters grow. And if it, I think that's just an enjoyable plot, uh, enjoyable piece of any good movie. And this just didn't have any of that. And in addition to everything that you, you, you both have mentioned, but that's sort of like my plus one. However, this reviewer that I found believes that this movie, and I quote is an awesome movie. Good for them. All right, let's dive in out of all the Disney channel movies I've seen. This one is by far the best. It even outranks high school musical on my list. Whoa. The plot line was well-developed and had a message kids can learn from. The movie had a fitting blend of humor and seriousness, and I thought that the actors were all wonderful. Some scenes could have been delivered better, but nobody's perfect. I also really admired Corbin for playing a double dutcher. Sure, you can argue that he's an actor and it's his job, but even so, he could have refused the part. Anyway. (laughs) How noble of him. (laughs) How noble of him. <laughs> anyway, back to you know my people audition for roles in really, really, really want movies. He could have just said, I have to be a double dutcher. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want money. No way. Yeah. Anyway, back to my main point. The stereotype in the movie that girls are the only ones who jump rope is unfortunately present in real life. And I think that this movie showed people that, yes, boys can double dutch. Mm. My little brother thought the double dutch was cool. And for him, that's impressive. Mm. Although the main focus of the movie was on Izzy and his double brother. Kind of sexist for him. That's (laughs) impressive. (laughs) Although the main focus of the movie was on Izzy and his double dutch dilemma. My favorite character was Tammy. I think that she was the most inspirational character out of all of them for girls at least for girls at least <laughs> not not only is she a female athlete in a male dominant sport but she also helps izzy realize where his heart lies i guess she really does have a good head on her shoulders in quotes girls should try to be more like tammy and less like barbie call me a feminist fuck but it's true this person <laughs> absolutely fuck yourself did you pick that just to get that reaction from i Molly? sure did <laughs> Call me a feminist, but it's true. I won't call you a feminist because Barbie is a feminist icon. Barbie would be a fucking boxer. She has been. Tammy is Barbie. Yeah, yeah. Overall, uh, by the way, I don't know why you're yelling at me. I just am delivering the message. Get angry at him. (laughs) 
<laughs> Alan hates women. <laughs> Apparently. Alan does hate narration, and Barbie has a narrator, so. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Overall, this movie was extraordinary. Next time it's on Disney, grab a few friends and watch it together. You'll all like it. I promise. <sighs> 10 out of 10. Bold. Hey. Listen, be more like Tammy and less like Barbie. I fucking hate this person. This person does not understand Barbie. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> All right. We have another sequel next week. We have yeah, High School Musical 2. Woo! High School Musical 2 is here. That's super exciting. I'm very thrilled to go back to uh, East High. Well, we're not going to You're not going long. to East High. We're going, well, to, the yeah, con- you go we're going to the country club. Day, but we you go, to go for club. just the countdown to summer. Yeah. Summer. 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 We get to have Corbin Blue carrying that fucking basketball around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. for no reason at all. Yeah. Uh, what is the name of the country club in High School Musical 2? We could go there. Oh, it's could. in like Arizona, isn't it? Or uh, Lava yeah. Spring yeah. Country Club with the dad from Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff as Fulton. It's it is called the Inn at Entrada, is what it's called, and we absolutely could go there. And on their website, does it proudly <laughs> on their say home screen? It's got the all for one and fabulous kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is our claim to fame. They're like, come here, high school. Oh, you have bet on it. I mean, we could reenact bet on it. Yeah. Oh, and they've got Corbin Blue in front of it. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Anyway, neither here nor there. We could go there. Maybe we go there and we record the pod. I'm kidding. We don't do that. So <laughs> next week, guys. next week we're gonna be at we're the end of the Intrada. We're not, we're, but. But you could. So that's what we have coming up next week. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm excited to be back uh, with our familiar friends of High School Musical 2. <sighs> well, folks, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We really do appreciate you. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast wherever it is you get your podcast. It really does help us out. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials. And if you want to join in the conversation about this or any of our other episodes, join us all on Discord. We'd love to have you there. Um, but until next week, folks, when we get to go back to East High. See you all then. Bye-bye now. All for one. The whole summer has just begun. Let's rock, let's roll, let's just let it go to the rhythm of the drum. Hey everybody, Alan here. We got so excited about the potential for watching High School Musical next week, we completely forgot that it definitely wasn't what we were going to be watching and then recording next week. It's going to be Johnny Kapahala back on board. That's right, we're going back to see Johnny Tsunami, and that's what we're going to be coming at you with next week. I also didn't give you that second fun fact I promised at the top of the episode, and that is that during the Double Dutch Championships in Jump In, there was a real-life Double Dutch Champion represented and performing some of the stunts. Anyway, that's all. Bye-bye now.